Support this podcast and keep us going. Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join up. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Last week, we had a question from Nicole on where to find good audiobooks. At least, I think it was last week. It was the last recording session, anyway. I think, been... it was, I think it aired last week. By the time this airs, it might be more than last week. But recently, we had a question from Nicole on where, besides Audible, you can get good audiobooks. And Roland has taken pity on all of us and sent in a far more comprehensive write-up than Kitty and I could ever hope to uh, have materialized out of thin air last time. So please consider this an addendum to that episode. Roland says, I just heard your audiobook store answer to Nicole, and I thought I'd pipe in with some cost-saving strategies I use. Important if you listen to a lot of audiobooks, which can add up quickly. True. How to listen to audiobooks without spending a f ton of a uh, uh, crap ton of dough. <laughs> and this is a basic flowchart, but you'll soon get the feel for the best place to find your type of book and be able to skip ahead and not think about it too much. You don't want to spend 30 minutes to save a dollar, do you? I do that all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we're poor. <laughs> is it public domain? Easy. LibriVox, app or site? This is the Gutenberg Project, I believe. Mm -hmm. Go easy on the narrators. It's free and for a good cause. I've never tried YouTube, but there are public domain books there, but you have to pay for YouTube to be able to lock your screen while listening. I want to break in uh, with LibriVox. They have a wonderful reader who did um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. He did the whole book. Often with LibriVox, you'll get one person does one chapter, one does another. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular guy does whole books, and he's done some wonderful stuff. Cool. I've never tried YouTube. There are public domain books there, but you have to pay for YouTube to be able to lock your screen while listening. Um, at least if you're listening on your phone, if you are listening on your desktop... You just bury it. You just bury it in the back, and it's fine. Is it a commercial book? Libraries. I qualify for three cards and use them responsibly. Check the Libby app to see if the audiobook is available in one of your libraries. Also check the Overdrive app. And the Overdrive app, yes. We were using that for quite a while. Amazon, not Audible. You can often buy the Kindle version and add narration for less than the cost of the audiobook itself. If it's over about $10 total, I typically look elsewhere. I'd also rather support sites that give authors higher audiobook royalty rates when possible. Thank you, you wonderful person. <laughs> yes, thank you. Speaking of which, if any of you are interested in any of my audiobooks, I've just redone the bookstore section of my website, and every book that has an audiobook on it has a link to the Gumroad, um, the Gumroad uh, purchase point so that we get maximum royalties for those. Mm -hmm. And we price them the same there as they're priced at Audible. So you get the same price, but we'll get about 90% instead of, like, Five percent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they say it's twenty percent, but after they take all their haircuts, it's a lot less than that at Audible. Kobo is also good. I have a Kobo subscription for nine ninety nine per month. You can get any Kobo audiobook for your credit. So if it's over ten dollars and not available at libraries, or I want to keep the book, this is a good choice. 
You can also buy additional credits for $9.99. You can get bonus credits when you start, too, I think. Cancel any time, and you keep any of the books that you've purchased. Cool. And Chirp offers great deals, discounts, and a good way to find new authors. Authors can also use Chirp for promotion, too. It's owned by BookBub, so available for advertising. Subscriptions. There are some all-you-can-listen-to subscription services, but I haven't tried them yet. Keep looking at the news sites. The recent ACX debacle has sent authors scrambling wide as they get out of Audible and Amazon exclusivity, so keep checking your favorite or new services to see the books that appear over time. Absolutely. Anything more from that? Nope. All right, well, thank you very much for sending that in, Roland. Uh, there's good, actionable stuff there for both listeners and writers. So thank you very much. We'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.